0: Welcome to the Become Who You Are podcast, a production of the John Paul II Renewal Center. I'm Jack Grigert, your host. I'm excited you're here. You know, this is episode five of a series of short retreats called The Sign of Contradiction. And it initially came about because I'm fortunate uh, to be on a journey with a number of people who have taken me up on making a daily holy hour part of their life. It's a way to separate ourselves on a daily basis, and come into union and communion with God and allow that life that we're filled up with to spill out into the world. It's a fascinating, rewarding, and at times difficult journey, as are all journeys that are worth taking, and I've outlined the details of that daily uh, Holy Hour on past podcast, so if you're interested, go back, look at those, feel free to jump in anytime, but you certainly don't have to be journeying with us uh, on that holy hour from, uh, to get something out of this retreat. So this is any time, any place, relax, come in and enjoy yourself. It's a great way to just step away from the world gone mad and to find some peace with God, right? So look, at life is a journey. And here we're seeking, we're knocking, and opening our hearts to connect with and encounter God in a world that seems to contradict the reality of divine life and love. If you've been journeying with me on this holy hour or not, use this retreat as as a time to come in, reflect, and get in in touch with your heart. You know, the name for this retreat, Sign of Contradiction, uh, came from a series of spiritual exercises that John Paul II gave uh, when he was a cardinal to Pope Paul VI, his papal household, and cardinals, bishops, priests— But right before he became Pope. So you and I are entering into an essence, participating in a retreat given by a saint and future Pope. And I'm just glad that you're with me. Hey, take a deep breath, relax, buckle up, and I'll be right back for today's episode. Hey, it's good to be with you. You know I was reflecting on John Paul II's uh, talk today called God of the Covenant. And I want to just pause here. I want to go off script a bit. I just want to catch our breath a little bit. You know, this is such a practical exercise. I don't, you know, the big thing sometimes with the retreat is we, we separate the retreat or this daily holy hour if you're doing it with us you know from the rest of your life when when in reality you take a step back and it's all integrated it's all integrated so i want to kind of reflect on that just a little bit you know we're again we're on an adventure a journey this is the most exciting adventure you can take right into the heart and mind of god himself and unite ourselves with this but you say hey we're busy people man who's got time to pray you know uh, certainly hey listen let me just tell you this don't, don't worry about I say daily holy hour. Look, the most important thing you can do is in the morning before you look at that goofy iPhone and uh, just... Don't look at it first. Fall on your knees and, uh, and say a prayer, huh? If you go back and, and listen to the other podcasts, I start out with the first decade of the rosary. I just love doing that first thing in the morning. But just, that's, that's a, just a five minutes, not even five minutes. And if, if you have to stop there, you have to stop there, right? So as we journey on this retreat in John Paul II, you know, it's not how fast we go. It's not how much knowledge we gain if we don't enter into covenant. This is the name of this episode is Covenant, God of the Covenant. And and all the rest doesn't matter if you don't enter into this covenant, into this relationship, union and communion with God, because that's how you know him. You know, Jesus talks about we're the branch and we have to connect to the vine, right? We move into the culture then of of life, which is love building up the city of God here on earth, and it takes us into eternal life. And unity, bringing all the people, inviting everyone to the wedding feast. You know, when you make a commitment to a daily holy hour, this is a time with God that will spill over into your world into your relationships, into your marriages, your families, into your neighbors, right? In fact, that's how God most often works, doesn't he? It's just the two great commandments. You know, this isn't rocket science. You open yourself and be filled from the fountain, eternal fountain of God's life and love, and then you spill that out into the world. That's how it gets onto the earth. That's why we're created. Bring this up because this holy hour, my heart, your heart, my life, your life, and the world around us become an integrated whole, Peace in the midst of even chaos, even persecution. Don't think about it as one hour for God, and then, and even if it's five minutes, again, don't get caught up on the hour yet. Uh, it'll go fast once you're into this. The, from the guys that I know, they just say, oh, my gosh, you know, it's so fruitful. But anyways, don't think of it as a one hour for God and then 23 hours of what else, what else I do in my life. Nope. This time with God, think about this, it then spills over 24 hours a day, but you You are deliberately now going to the eternal fountain to be filled. That's the difference. So that every 24 hours we're going to be filled with the divine life and love and grace of God, right? So that the rest of these 23 hours, but a totality of 24 hours, are always full of grace. And then that fruit is poured out into the life around you. You'll see it. You'll see it work. That's the beauty of this adventure, right? So again, we pause again. We're moving up the mountain together, huh? So let's walk up the mountain together. We're starting to ponder all of creation. We start to take a deep breath, look around us. This is what, you know, the world is missing. You know, we're so busy. We think we're busy, right? We're wasting so much time on our phones, most of us, right? Uh, If you just got rid of some of the social media stuff that you do, you have time to pray. (laughs) It's just the reality of life, you know? Our faith then, you know, as we're moving up this mountain, you know, we want to get above and out of just head knowledge, we want to use our senses. So that's the beauty of the outdoors. That's the beauty of nature. That's the order, uh, The beauty of peace and quiet. You know, we just get out. You know, we use our heads always, but we get out of that. We allow our senses to work. We start to see uh, beauty in nature. We start to hear different things, and we start to get deep into our heart. It's such a peaceful time. It's such a beautiful time. You know, we're, uh, we're holistic. You know, we're a body and a soul, and we're bringing that body and soul into this onto this mountain. We're an embodied spirit, huh? And the body's important. The senses, the eyes, and the ears, you know, they allow God to speak to us, to come into, right, into, into our very being. You know, nature and creation are so important for the beauty and the peace that they bring us. This is why we do it daily holy hour. You know, we're entering into this peace, this beauty, and and allowing our whole body and soul to participate, you know? So anyways, you think about the sun coming up, you know, on this horizon now as we're walking up and it happened this morning. The sun was just so beautiful. This, this orange glow, as it started to come above the horizon. And, and when you think about this, you know, this goes all the way back. Do you know why traditionally the altar, the altar and the priest faced East in traditional uh, masses when they, when they said mass, do you know why? Because it's Psalm 19, it talks about the, this, this picture of the sun coming up, right? And it says this, the heavens declare the glory of God. The sky proclaims its builder's craft. On day to the next conveys that message. One night to the next imparts that knowledge. There is no word or sound, no voice is heard. Yet their report goes forth through all the earth, their message to the ends of the world. God has pitched their a tent, a place for the sun to come up. And it comes up, this is why we, we face east. It comes up like a bridegroom from his chamber and comes out to meet the earth, his bride, huh? Isn't that beautiful? You know, God builds this this uh this give and take, you know, uh, you know, of Trinitarian love himself into even the elements of creation. Here's the sun again coming up and we see it like a like a bridegroom coming from his chamber, what? Just come and see his bride huh and we see this every morning see all this stuff speaks to us you know it speaks of the heavenly elements of the universe beautifully arranged and they bespeak the power and the wisdom of of our creator when we open our hearts god speaks in different ways though he speaks in the silence he speaks in peace he speaks in light beauty the true the good we enter into this beauty the beauty moves us c.s lewis writes a lot about this and i've spoken about this we start to transcend ourselves moves out of ourselves into this beauty we seek to be united with beauty that's that's what this calling this prayer does this right this union with god that brings us peace you know especially over time when we get used to it god will communicate with you in so many ways he's a lover the god of the covenant who will always surprise you you know I remember this so well. Every year, uh, a, a group of us try to go to the Boundary Waters or somewhere. And we we love the Boundary Waters because you're gliding across these lakes in a canoe, and then you get out, and you portage, and you move into another lake. So you're kind of hiking and canoeing, and, and it's just a peaceful, peaceful time. And I remember... I wrote an article on, on this some time ago, uh, you know, silence in the heart. And I just wrote about returning from a canoe and hiking uh, trip with friends in the boundary waters on the U.S.-Canadian border. It's a land of a thousand pristine lakes, dense forests, open sky. It's a playground of raw nature, spacious enough that we are off, often the only campers on a given lake. We share it only with the full time residents, which include black bears and bald eagles and nearby wolf packs whose howls pierce the moonlit night as clear reminders, of the beauty, the power and the imagination of our creator. Among so many wonderful memories and messages, it's this picture that may speak to me the loudest for it's in the silence surrounded by beauty that so often has a way of putting me in touch with my own heart, that special place of body and soul, integration and peace, that special place so deep and so calm where only God and I meet. It's here in the heart and silence that I must take time to visit every day, if only for a few minutes. Excuse me. I remember that there are a couple of newcomers that came with us one year, and one of them said, you know, the trip was just awesome experience for me. The brotherhood and camaraderie I felt was truly unique, something most adult men never are allowed to encounter. I had moments of sheer exhaustion, exhaustion coupled with times of deep spiritual insight, both from our surroundings and the other men on the trip. Such a wonderful thing to see. Thanks be to God. Isn't that beautiful? You know, I mean, you, you know, God speaking through nature, through the beauty of nature, through the calming of your heart, and then speaking through, through people. This is how God does. Another guy said, I had a fantastic time. This trip pushed me physically and spiritually. I expected the, the physical, but not the spiritual part. The morning and evening prayer, the daily rosary, the quality conversations of life and our faith, priceless. See this is the beauty we enter into a daily holy hour and and experiencing that together too. you know if you want to hook up with uh, with a group of guys uh, you know feel free to reach out to me and i 'll hook you up with my group even you know i mean it 's just such an amazing thing to be able to journey together. I see the depths of of these men and and and, and women on in in different uh, venues, but uh, these men, especially that i 've been journeying with. Uh, for about six or seven years now. And I just see the progress that we've all made. You know, we've become different people. We transformed, right? We stepped into the larger story that God's created. You know, we came into a story when we were born. And sometimes we forget about that. We think it's all up to us to invent a story. But in reality, what the daily holy hour does, and again, don't get stuck on an An hour yet, you know, just get down on your knees. You say a prayer, you make a connection. We're called into this God of the covenant who calls us into a deep yearning, burning, uh, uh, relationship with him. You know, these are the deep burning yearning desires of our hearts. If we only understood those, right. When well, when you make a holy hour, you start to move up the mountain to give above the trees and the forest so that you can see, you clear your heads, you move closer to God who speaks to us and we speak to him. Huh? And again, it's sometimes that's in silence. Sometimes that's in peace, but at the same time, this is a very subjective personal relationship because we take this deep into our hearts so we have a journey to the heart at the same time. Why? Because we're going outside to open our senses, to open up to the larger story and then absorb that deep within us into our own heart to transcend ourselves and to move into union and communion with the body of Christ. This is moving us into this relationship with our brothers and sisters and all of the angels and saints that are participating in this. You know, there's way more that are gone now from this earth, right? Every single. Single mass they all show up it's an amazing thing right all those who accepted the invitation to the wedding feast the covenant the marriage that eternity does not mean tomorrow eternity means forever so we make this daily holy hour we're in the world but not of the world our world through prayer fasting sacraments these are the, and, and then the two great uh 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 commandments right to receive love at the fountain and then to become love so we aim at heaven don't we you aim at heaven. It's, and How do you do that? All the different ways we talked about, right? The daily holy hour, the prayer and the fasting, the sacraments, you know, confession and the Eucharist especially. But every day just looking up, kneeling and looking up at Jesus Christ, right? Remember my grandmother would say, the main thing, Jackie, is to keep the main thing the main thing. And so the main thing is Jesus Christ. The main thing is that gift of self. He pours himself out on the cross. The main thing is to look up at the crucifix because Jesus is the bridge, right? Jesus is the bridge that God gave us that brings divine life back into us, right? That sin took away. And this is what the journey we're gonna be doing in the next uh, couple of weeks, I'll be talking about this God of the covenant for a little while. Uh, we're going to move into the story, and, and it's going to be fascinating. Jesus is going to take us into the story. He's going to take us into the very beginning, and we're going to connect the dots here. We're going to go into the beginning, connect the dots, see how history has affected us, see where we came into this historical place, and then how we get move into the story and then move into our destiny, and at the same time, we affect the world and everything around us. You know, we're not here very long. We got to get this thing right. So let's start out. Uh, look at I, I'm going to end this pretty fast today because uh, I, there's so much that I want to talk about. If I get going on this thing now, I don't want to keep you too long. Uh, I've got a couple of things I want to tell you about some of the shows coming up. So let's make this Holy Spirit prayer right now. This is a prayer that I say. I hit the knee, my knees. I say a decade of the Rosary, and and you can get this in the show notes. It says Jack's morning prayers. This is a Holy Spirit prayer that I would I would ask that you know think about at least uh saying every morning. It's so short, it's just this. So in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Pray with me, will you? And just close your eyes and I'll and I'll pray for us for uh, and, and and pray into the Holy Spirit, right? Holy Spirit, lead us to the wisdom today that unlocks the path to God's will for us in the large and small choices of our lives, so that in all our thoughts, words, and deeds we might give glory to God. See if that's it. In name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. What I was going to say is, see if you if you do that, you've consciously chosen to live a life of discernment, which means to open the path to God. That's what you do before you look at your phone, right? You know, I'm going to tell you in the next episode. As I was reflecting on this God of this covenant, this relationship, I went to visit some some dear friends, and I want to tell you about this on, uh, uh, because at It shows the practical reality of stepping into this, you know, you step into this prayer life and then this prayer life spills out into so many things that you do. And then the journey, the adventure becomes, you start to become aware of how God is working all the way through you all the way in you know last night for an example i was at my mom and, and dad's house and and my mom made dinner she makes dinner for a priest in a local parish where we go and uh, so i always go there and and i'm like uh you know the dog eating the scraps from the table you know so i go there and she makes a wonderful dinner she's a incredible cook and um anyways, I was telling her, Hey, I got so much going on. Uh, uh, I need to, uh, I need to think about this talk that a parish asked me to do, uh, for the stations of the cross, blah, blah, blah. And she said, well, you know what? I just got an extra and she gave me this magazine and she goes, you might want to read this. It's about Advent and, and Lent and, and or, or Lent, not Advent, Lent. And, um, And I said, nah, I got so much to read, but I took a look at it anyways. And sure enough, there it was, the idea that I needed, the outline that I had been looking for in my mind to start to do this talk. And it was right there. And my mom handed it to me. It was amazing how it all works, right? So, um, anyways, I'm going to come back in a, uh, I'm going to come back and do another session soon. We're going to start to get into this journey. And I want to tell you about an adventure I had with my friends uh who had so many questions about god and about life and and and, and you know so many doubts so many questions and how you kind of walked them into the story and the reality of the story so hey listen um i have a really uh, beautiful session coming up uh uh next on transgender issues, and so I really want to cut this one short a little bit because that one's going to go a little long, and I, it's really an important one. Uh, you know, this crazy, this world has gone kind of mad right now, and I want to just talk about this uh, transgender craze uh, seducing our daughters, as uh, Abigail Schreier would put it, and so I have a, um, I have someone on, coming on the show, uh, Susan uh, Selner-Wright, she's a Ph.D., um, she teaches at a at the Saint John Vianney Theological Seminary in Denver, and she's one of the founders of the Ethics and Public Policy Center's Person and Identity Project, which brings Catholic teaching to bear on issues of sexual identity and gender ideology. So we did; a, uh, we're just doing a show together. I'll publish it uh, in a couple of days, so watch for that show. In the meantime, um, you know. Keep going. Keep, keep praying your, your, your holy hour. Keep connecting with God. And again, I'm doing these podcasts right now just to encourage you to keep it up. It's amazing. So just for this time, just relax. You know, it's, you start to see Christ. You're starting to step into the story. You get this sense of awe and wonder. And maybe that's what we can concentrate on for the next couple of days. You know, Jesus is the sign of contradiction. You know, the world wants to take you in with all the lusts of the world and all this craziness. It, Look, at at the end of the day, just get beneath the cross, look up at Christ, ask him to come into your heart. Remember that we're already temples of the Holy Spirit. You know, when we were baptized, the Holy Spirit came in. Because we said yes now, the Holy Spirit actually is dwelling in us like a tabernacle. So when we pray to Jesus, we're praying with God already, with the Holy Spirit who is love. We're looking up at Jesus in the crucifix who got cut, who got hit with the lance and the water and the blood poured out. This is God himself who speaks Filling divine life and love into the world, and what we're doing is we're looking up and we're saying yes, this fiat, like our blessed mother, we're kneeling there and saying yes, thank you for that gift of yourself, making this connection again. But you know, it's filling us with divine life and love so that we can be divine life and love to others. And so, just step into it. It's a mystery, isn't it? But the mystery is reality when you actually start to do it, huh? So anyways, here's what's coming up. Jesus is going to take us into the beginning as part of this God of the covenant. And covenant is marriage, right? It means marriage. This is the kind of relationship God wants with us. I'm going to tell you a story uh, of some people that, that uh, you know that are look at there's pushbacks there, but I want to kind of walk you through what the Holy Spirit did for me that day. Uh, but first, we've got the transgender craze coming up next week, and then right after that, I'll launch this other episode, and then after that, uh, a friend uh, uh, is a uh, 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 this beautiful woman. I say friend, I mean we know each other pretty well. Uh, Janet Smith, she's a world renowned moral theologian, and I really wanted to, to talk to her. Uh, we're going to do a podcast together on the family. Uh, she's done some marvelous, marvelous work. I'd love to get her on a couple of different shows. But then, you know, how do we bring this, th- this into our family? huh how do, how do we bring this beauty of God into our family and transform our marriages, transform our, our, our families, transform our neighborhoods, you know? And it's the reality when we start to see this fruit uh, take place, it changes everything. And if enough of us do it, it actually changes the world, huh? You can change the world. You could certainly change the world around you by stepping into the story, but you gotta try it. You gotta try it, huh? Hey, God bless you. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Rate it, you know, it only takes you a second to rate it. It helps us, again, with searches. And uh, thank you for everyone who's financially supported us. Your generosity is opening another door for us. And so, uh, just be, get, take just 10 seconds here. We, we're starting a new ministry. We've actually been doing it for a long time, but we're starting one just to focus on marriage and the family. So we're going to be working at at different parishes and different co-ops, these uh, homeschooling groups and stuff, that really want to uh, walk into the story and and give uh, uh, allow them to have the vocabulary to speak to their children. So it's a very cool initiative. It's a way to make it a little easier for parents and families to talk about uh, these issues and to see the beauty and power of God's plan for our life and love, right? Answering the big questions: Who am I? What's my purpose? Why were we created male and female? How do I find happiness on earth? Earth, here on earth? How do I have love that that satisfies? Right? Remember, eternity is not tomorrow. Eternity means forever. We're already eternal beings. We're already stepped into the story, and now we just gotta connect, huh? The best we can. Hey, God bless you. If you have any questions, shoot me. Uh, shoot me an email or give me a buzz. Talk to you soon. Thanks for joining us today. Bye-bye.